Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace be unto you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. It was the year 1966. Score one for the bad guys, it seemed, when this movie came out. One of the classic spaghetti westerns, they called them, because they were made with Italian directors and shot in Italy for the most part. It appears on the top 200 movie lists of all time. Clint Eastwood scores. It's a good guy, meets up with a bad guy, and side by side they go off into the wild west in pursuit of both goodness and treasure. You remember the soundtrack? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know? Yeah, just a little cigarette, you know, cigar. The good and the bad, side by side. Not a bad description, really, of the world in which we live. The way we know it, the way we experience it. A literal playground for the devil, huh? And that little clip at the end of the Gospel lesson this morning about the end of the world, there's the ugly. Ugly at best. Blazing furnace, weep, furnace weeping, gnashing of teeth. Oh yeah, we would like for our time in this world to be cleaned up and pain-free. No messes. A clean line of distinction for us between that which is good and that which is bad. And so in our weakest moments, we, we tend to sort things out. We label them good, bad, ugly. We lean into getting rid of those things ourselves since apparently God's not too interested in sorting all of that out for us. God seems kind of content to leave them grow up alongside of us. If the mess was cleaned up, it would be a much easier life, wouldn't it? Alas, we find ourselves in a long line of believers who sing with the psalmist in our first reading for today. A song of despair, sort of tethered to hope. The people of God had for generations, for centuries, they had experienced the topsy-turvy world. A world where sometimes they wondered if God even cared about it anymore or where God was. This strange mix of good and bad and ugly. And the song the psalmist writes goes something like this. Just who's in charge here? Anyways, is there anybody out there? Does anybody care about this world that seems to be spinning apart sometimes, out of control, where lives and dreams fall apart and heads sometimes roll? Now, I won't ask you to raise your hand on this, but I know many of you have felt this. And you've thought this. Age-old questions, really. 
a very human response to injustice and to pain and to misery, the grief, the lack of love and mercy. These wonderments, they cross our minds. And yes, the minds of even faithful and thoughtful people in response to the tragedies and surprises of life when our realities come crashing in. So don't feel guilty for having felt that way. People have always felt that way. And through the ages, people have had different answers to that question, that huge question. Is there anybody out there? Anybody who cares? And they've reached different conclusions to those questions. One response has been, no. There's no one out there. For those who treasure the idea that they captain their own ship and they make their own way in this world, who convinced that they are on their own, like the Russian cosmonaut, remember him, who after his flight into space came back to earth and proudly proclaimed, see, I told you so. I went all around out there and found no God. Or others who've sadly reached the same conclusion. I've met a lot. I think about Jack. He was already very old by the time he was 17. I visited him in the maximum security section of the juvenile detention facility that was connected to Vacaville. He was a very ordinary teenage boy in so many ways. He was relied by this faithful mother who had uh, pressed upon him and practiced in their life the power of prayer. And now he was sitting in a cell having committed a murder that he had admitted to. He gazed out, I'll never forget it, out of that little slit of a window that was inside of his cell, a little, a little sky coming through, and he shared his unbelief with me. He said, Pastor, I've laid my guts out for years to an empty sky. Hmm. Another answer to this huge question about God's providence, about whether or not God cares is maybe. (laughs) Maybe there is someone, maybe there is something out there greater than ourselves. Someone who detailed this vast and beautiful universe. Some master designer or divine artist or whatever you want to call them. I mean, it just couldn't have been an explosion or an accident or gases that came together. The ocean and the trees and the stars and the planets in motion. You Me, couldn't have been an accident. But folks with this answer, unfortunately, often conclude we can't prove it, so why bother devoting yourselves to someone like that? To such a God. And if there is such a God out there, why does not he or she make themselves known? Clearer to us? Why doesn't the supreme being clean up the mess and make things easier and separate the good and the bad 
and the ugly. So let's go on with our lives as though we're on our own. Seems like it's all up to us anyways. But still another answer arose in time from the community of faith. A song of the faithful who believe that there is somebody out there, in here, in this garden with us. Now there's a spectrum, isn't there, within the community of faith. On the extreme end lies those who seem to see God in everything. God causes everything. God is in everything. I will not make a move until God makes a move. There's no such thing as coincidence or bad luck or bad choices. People of God who believe that God is in complete and total control over my life and my world, that everything that happens in the world is God's will. God is my buddy. God is my co-pilot. By the way, if you say that, you might want to check your manual. You might be sitting in the wrong seat. (laughs) Then you've got here on the other spectrum, the other end of the spectrum, those of us who also see evil in the world. And we see solvable problems. And things that we believe we can readily make a difference in improving. For me, I would take the choice and the path of the psalmist that the, conceives of God as being in and with and under life. The psalmist isn't glib or cavalier about that or claims even to understand it at all. But listen to the psalmist again. She did such a beautiful reading of that, didn't she? Oh Lord, You have searched me. You know me. You know when I sit. You know when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You're familiar with my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. This is not God is my buddy, my best friend who does what I want, when I want. But it's a sure conviction that God is present, that God knows, that God cares. One can hear this incredible sense of awe and wonder, can't you, in the psalmist's voice. It's what we call in the theological world, providence. Nama, providence, sort of guy. I believe that God is out there and does care. And that I'm a realist. And there's a downside to that kind of a faith. Listen to the psalmist express it. He says, where can I go to escape your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? I mean, that's scary. (laughs) God knows what you're thinking. might be easier from time to time to have a God that wasn't watching us. Kind of like my mother, my father. I wish they weren't. A God that doesn't nudge and guide and push and jostle us. One who takes us to places and people and decisions that 
we'd rather not deal with around the world be easier. The good, the bad, and the ugly, all in this world together. Weeds and wheat growing up alongside of each other. That's not what I prefer, but it's what we got. So I got to wondering this week about you and about your answer to that age-old question. Is there anyone out there? Is there anyone who acts, one who cares, one who loves? What's your answer? If your answer is yes, just where does that leave you? Or better yet, where does it take you? Where does it send you? I struggle like most of you do with making decisions, at least the tough ones. I mean, I sometimes squirm over some of the decisions I've made. My own feelings, my own emotions come into play. I've done my share of reacting from my gut instead of from my faith. I've wrestled with pros and cons. I've prayed my way in and out of messes of big decisions and actions. And like some of you, I'm guessing when decisions are made, I move sometimes with fear and trembling. I hope I'm making the right choice. Sometimes it's only later when peace comes or joy about a shift or a movement in my life in the world as I know it. And I, like many of you, walk by faith, not by sight. I can't prove it, but I believe it. God's providence. Somehow God is present in and through and sometimes despite the choices I make, helping me to grow as a person, using me at times to improve other people's lives or the world in which we live causing new things to come into being, drawing me closer to God. I believe with the psalmist that God searches me and God knows me and lays a hand on me, on my life, guiding me, holding me fast. And you know what? God loves me anyways. I suspect that some of you might believe that too. So despite the fact that the world sometimes seemed to be spinning, coming undone, in my world, in my life, they get a bit messy. And yes, even in a world where things die and change and scare the heck out of me, where the good and the bad and the ugly coexist, the testimony of the Gospel story and the lyrics of the Gospel and of the psalmist inspire me to proclaim to you my answers to this age-old question. Here are my answers. Yes. There is somebody out there to believe in, calling us to faith, inviting us to live and love, to act with mercy. Yes, there is somebody out there who has searched even the depths of our hearts, who knows us deeply and loves us anyways. Yes, there is somebody out there in here besides us. Among us as we face life's challenges, as we change, as we grow. 
who comes to us in Jesus Christ, in baptism, like we're going to witness this morning, in communion. One who cares and loves us and forgives us and is ready to move forward with us. Yes, there is somebody out there whose presence is greater than what we can understand from whom sometimes we wish we could escape, (laughs) but we can't. Yes, there is somebody out there who may not tell us every move to make, what to do moment to moment, or even make every tough decision for us as individuals or even as a community of faith, but one who has promised to make some kind of good rise up from the ashes in whose hands the world lays and that promises all will be well one day. And yes, finally, there is somebody out there within us, among us, who can make life meaningful and even great and happy. So on this summer day, whatever you're facing in this life, I hope you find this to be good news. Amen. Glory be to you, Heavenly Father, through Christ our Lord, who with the Holy Spirit reigns eternally, one God, now and always. Amen.